Welcome to the Mindset Transformation Podcast Show. I'm your host, Sue Guglieri. Each week, I will bring you new episodes on mindset, motivation, and application. Let's jump right in. I got lucky. I don't belong here. I'm a fraud and it's just a matter of time before everyone finds out. Sound familiar? Well, in today's episode of the Mindset Transformation Podcast, I'm going to share ways in which you can deal with imposter syndrome. Welcome back to another episode with me, your host, Sue Guglieri. Most of us have experienced feelings of doubt and unworthiness at some point in our lives, but... When your accomplishments are a result of your own knowledge, hard work and preparation, and you still feel inadequate, you're probably suffering from a little bit of imposter syndrome. Quick story. So when I signed my first coaching client, oh my gosh, I was so happy. Like I was elated. I mean, if my knees had any kind of respect for me, (laughs) I would have been break dancing in my office. I was so over the moon. You know, I'd worked really hard, really stepped out of my comfort zone. And then the fruit of all of my hard work, my labor was now manifested in me signing my first client. But in that moment, I suddenly had a lot of negative thoughts running through my head. I suddenly felt like an absolute fraud. I felt like I weren't good enough. I hadn't prepared enough to become a coach. This is all despite the fact that I had already trained. I've got my qualifications to be um, a coach. I had already been coaching, but not being paid for coaching. And then, of course, I suddenly started to think about my daughter because I was thinking, you know, um, how can I now coach somebody when I couldn't spot the signs of my own daughter suffering? But here's the thing. Most people who suffer from this syndrome often feel like frauds despite being smart, skilled capable professionals who actually deserve whatever commendations and praises they're given. And then rather than celebrating their accomplishments, they worry that they have somehow tricked people into thinking they're good enough. As a result, they live in fear of being found out or exposed. Imposter syndrome is actually fairly common. Researchers believe that up to 70% of people, 70% of people have suffered from it at one point or another. But that doesn't make it any less damaging to a person's confidence or career growth. So if you feel like you're suffering from a little bit of imposter syndrome or something like it, know that there are ways to curb these feelings in a really healthy, proactive and productive way. And here are a few tips to help you get started. Number one, know the signs. We often overlook the signs of imposter syndrome that come up in our day-to-day lives. However, recognizing the signs in the first place is the first step towards overcoming them. 
you might suffer from imposter syndrome if you feel like you got lucky when actually you prepared and worked really hard. You find it hard to accept praises. You hold yourself to incredibly, sometimes impossibly high standards. You find the fear of failing paralyzing. And I know this this point particularly was really real for me when I got my client because I just felt like, oh my gosh, what if I fail? What if she thinks I'm not a good enough coach? I'm happy to report, however, that is not the case. You avoid expressing confidence because you think people will see it as overcompensating or obnoxious. You're convinced you're not enough. It's really important you pay attention to your language of choices, both when you're talking to other people and when you're talking to yourself, especially when it comes to talking about your work. If you do find your own success or the praises others give you uncomfortable, do some reflective thinking on where these types of thoughts came from and what it means in your professional life. Know that you're not alone. Number two, know that you're not alone. When you have imposter syndrome, some of the most important encouraging encouragement comes from realizing how many hugely successful people, both male and female, have built amazing careers, even while regularly dealing with imposter syndrome. So let's have a look and listen to which highly accomplished people have spoken about their imposter syndrome. And here are some quotes that I found from um, the New York Times and Forbes magazine. So quote number one, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, oh no, they're going to find out now. I've ran a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. Who do you think said that? Well, I'll tell you, it was author, poet and civil rights activist, Maya Angelo. Maya Angelo. Quote number two, all I can see is everything I'm doing wrong. That is a sham and a fraud. Who do you think said that? Well, it was the actor Don Cheadle, the one that's famous in Iron Man. And finally, the beauty of imposter syndrome is you vacillate between extreme egomania and complete feeling of, I'm a fraud, oh God, they're onto me, I'm a fraud. So you try to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it and then slide through the idea of fraud. Who said that, do you think? Well, it was the actress, writer and producer, Tina Fey, from her book, Bossy Pants. Be kind to yourself. 
imposter syndrome often manifests itself as a voice in our heads, berating us with negative messages like, you're not smart enough or you're a fraud. Negative self-talk is a bad habit and it can, and it can have heavily influences on our stress and anxiety levels. Being kind to yourself simply means this, changing the way you talk to yourself in your head by practicing positive self-talk. Not only can it help you become less stressed and anxious, but it can also help you build the courage to do something that will bring you greater reward. So try to catch yourself whenever you have negative thoughts and then turn them around and challenge your own claims. It's, you know, you've almost got to have like a bit of a argument with yourself. So, um, for example, if you find yourself thinking, I just got lucky, challenge that thinking by taking steps like, ask yourself this, what steps did I take? And what work did I put in to get me to this point? Then, then you can answer your own question using positive affirmations, which are short focus and positive statements about a goal you have. So in this case, one example, really simple example could be, I worked hard and I always work hard. You know, for everything that you achieve in life, and particularly if it's something that you've really worked hard for and you've done everything right and then you suddenly receive the rewards of your hard work and then you still feel like, oh, I don't deserve this. This is a really, really great little exercise for you to remind yourself that, hang on, I work really hard. I get up early in the morning. I do everything that is necessary. I put in a hard day's graft. And so, yes, I do deserve this. And this is nothing to do with luck. I'm here because of the work that I've put in to get me to this point. And finally, track and measure your successes. When you feel like an imposter, one of the hardest things to grasp is how much of a role you have played in your own success. You might default them to the luck of others or other people's hard work, when in fact, your own hard work, knowledge and preparation had a lot to do with it. To help you show yourself that you are actually doing well, try and keep track of your wins in a private document on your computer. So there are lots of different ways to track these successes and the matrix you use will depend entirely on your job. So whatever you decide to do to help you, it's, it's almost a sense of you're reminding yourself of every little bit of success, your every little wins. So if you're a blogger, you might keep track of your posts, monthly average, page views, watch them go up, compare them to where you are now when you, you know, to where you are now from where you started. That is a great way to track your wins and also track your progress and your successes. You might also keep a separate tab to copy and paste kind words people have written to you either via email, Twitter, blog comments, and so on. 
In the same vein as keeping track of your success matrix, keep a file on your computer of your wins and positive reinforcements, both at work and in your personal life. One of the best things that I've done is I've curated a folder on my MacBook called Happy, where I store everything from my first coaching client, emails from... um, emails from clients, positive feedback, and everything that really helps me remind myself of just how well I'm doing. And whenever I need a little bit of a lift, I'll open up, I'll open that folder and scroll through them. And it just makes me feel good. You know, it's just a nice way to remind yourself of just how well you've been doing. And you can create an email folder of these emails like I did or create something like a swipe folder, which is a digital file on your computer or your phone to to share screenshots of emails, tweets, dashboard, matrix, whatever makes you feel good about your hard work and preparation. That's all I've got for you today. I hope you found today's episode really helpful. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have found this um, episode really helpful, please like and share. Please also um, leave feedback, give me a star because that actually helps me grow my little podcast show. And I look forward to sharing another episode with you next week. Remember, be great because you are.